Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us once again. Happy to be here with you. Um, uh, whatever time of day you're listening to this morning, afternoon, nighttime, thanks for joining us. We're going to talk today about uh, what being a full effort person does for you. You know, I was in sales for many years, um, over 10 years, 12 years actually, uh, door to door sales, um, jobs that were 100% commission where if you, you don't get paid for showing up, you get paid for producing. And it, um, it really produced something on the inside of me that now that I'm not in sales anymore, my, I see uh, life through a particular set of lenses. I see the, the culture of working hourly jobs and, and how uh, almost toxic that can be for training people up for work, for life. Um, just because of what it produces. You know, if you know that you're making $10 an hour and you're making it whether um, whether you give full effort or not, as long as your boss doesn't see you slacking off, what that does for you as a person. You know, the Bible says, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible also says, do everything as unto the Lord um, because it's from him that you'll receive your reward. So your work and your effort in in every area of your life is actually, whether you believe it or not, whether you see it that way, as a Christian is done to God because you're not looking, sure, you're looking for a paycheck from your, you're looking for a paycheck from your uh, um, employee or whatever, but you're doing it as a representation, first of all, of Christ. If you're a person who wears a Christian t-shirt or has a bumper sticker or as you should be, lets other people know that you're a Christian who has a testimony, who's who someone isn't finding out after 10 years on the job that you're as Christian as well. If you're outspoken, you then have a responsibility to represent Christ in the same way. So we're going to talk about what being a full effort person does. The number one thing that it does, and this isn't like, hey, number one, most important, but just in order. I've got a few things here, um, uh, just a few things. But uh, number one is it sets a standard for others to follow. Whether you want to believe it or not, you will be a person, and most people want to, but you will be a person that other people will follow, whether it's a younger brother or sister, whether it's a spouse, whether it's your children, whether it's your congregation. Um, No matter where you are, uh, what industry you're in, what you're doing right now for work or in your life, you are setting a standard for somebody. even the fact that there are people who slack off, even the fact that you may have a tendency to not work hard is the fact that you're following someone else's example. If you look around you and see, you know, 10 people and they're all uh, on their phones while they're supposed to be working, if they're all um, uh, goofing off, uh, not being good to customers, you see others' example and you follow them. That's why there's peer pressure. You're leading somebody. So just as you can lead someone into being a person of half effort, you can then lead them into being a person of full effort. But it makes, it sets a standard for others to follow. The reality is, is one person, it's like the guy who ran the first four minute mile. He set a standard then that made it realize people didn't think it was possible to do before that. But now there's teenagers in high school who are running four minute miles, people in college who are running four minute miles because there was one person who pushed and set a new standard. It became it became achievable, right? And so you set a standard for others to follow. So don't let your standard, don't let your kids look at you and, and when they get into grown age that they're like, man, my dad was lazy. My mom was lazy. She didn't lift a finger. She, she goofed off. So you set a standard for others to follow. One person with a very high standard makes lazy people uncomfortable. Decide to be the person that makes 
lazy people, uncomfortable. Number two is it appeases your conscience. This may not seem like much, but it's important. You know, at the end of the day, one of the things for me when I was in sales is I would go out and I would work hard and I would believe the Lord to provide. I'd believe for a sale, two sales, three sales, four sales, whatever. But even in a day where I didn't sell, when I went out and I gave my best, even though I may have been disappointed and I may have looked and say, you know, there's things I did wrong. You know, I was talking too fast. I was doing this. I should have done more of this, less of this, whatever. I can learn. I can, at the end of the day, be happy with the fact that I gave everything. The the all-time winningest basketball coach in college basketball history is a guy by the name of John Wooden, and he had a definition of success, and he says, uh, success is the peace of mind that comes from giving the best, giving full effort to be the best you that you can be. He said, I would rather have a team that gives 100% and loses than a team that gives 90% and wins, because ultimately, he said, I'm raising men. He said, I'm, uh, after they leave the basketball program, after they are done here at school, I want to have uh, conditioned in them a work ethic that'll, that they'll take with them. So it's the thing of like so many people are talented at things, but because they're talented, they don't need to work hard. We always trained, hey, there can be someone who's talented, but if their talent's at, let's just say, a nine and my talent's at a two in something, if my work ethic's at a 10 and their work ethic's at a six some days and an eight some days and a two some days and a zero some days, my work ethic will actually catch me up. And it leads me to my next thing. After it appeases your conscience, it actually, um, it, it, it's an ingredient. It's one of the ingredients of maximum improvement. If you're doing something that you're not very good at, if you're new to something and you're not yet good at it, one of the most important ingredients is full effort. If you start in, I'll just use sales as an example, but if you start in sales and you say, man, I'm not great with communication, I'm a little bit awkward with people, uh, you could have things stacked against you. I'm not the most naturally charismatic person, or if it's in preaching, right? Hey, I'm getting better at this. I'm not, uh, I don't have great voice fluctuation. There's things that you learn along the way. But being a person who gives a 10 out of 10 every time will make it that you are mixing an ingredient to have maximum improvement. If your work ethic's a six and your skill's a five, you're in trouble. If your work ethic's a 10, even if your skill is two, skill, you gain in skill, but you have to have a consistent work ethic. So it, it's an ingredient for maximum improvement. The next thing that it does is it pleases God. And it's really the biggest thing. When God sent Jesus, Jesus didn't come and do a halfway job. He didn't come and vacation five days a week and go out soul winning two days a week, go out ministering. He was about his father's business. He said, I have meat to eat that you don't know about. He he was focused. He put winning the lost over meals. He was a full effort person because it's the way God has made us. I want to read a scripture to you. Genesis chapter two, verse 15 says, and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to work it. God put man, dress it and keep it. God put man in the garden to work the garden. You know, the first thing God did is he gave man a job. But there's this there's this thing of society of like, thank God it's Friday, working for the weekend, working for vacation, working for retirement that makes us look forward to the time where we don't have to work. Man, I'm so glad it's the weekend. I can just play video games all weekend. It is good to rest, but getting things done is the thing that matters. 
laziness is actually such a selfish behavior because it says, I don't care to give my effort to help to improve someone else's life. You know, all of our work, and I think this is where, again, people don't see the importance of their work. They look at the job they're working, they're like, this has, this doesn't help anybody. But you need to learn to dignify the work that you do. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If it's working a retail job, if you're working in fast food, if you're, there's, unless you're doing something illegal that's hurting, like if you're at working in an abortion clinic, right? Uh, you should quit and then you should repent and then you should get another job that helps people, right? But if you're doing something that's on the up and up, you have to be able to look and see how is this helping people? When I was in sales, I was selling home security systems, but I had to be able to look to myself and say, how am I helping people? Number one, and man, I started a list. Number one, I'm helping people with peace of mind. There are people who live in areas uh, and they just worry about break-ins. There's a very real threat of break-ins. There's, hey, the fact that this neighbor had seen three break-ins in the last 12 months. There was a shooting down the street. I'm showing up and helping someone see the benefit in getting a security system. They're paying about, they're paying less than they would for uh some gym memberships, right, or whatever it is, less than less than their phone payment, and they're getting a full uh, security system that's protecting their family. You know, I'd hear testimonies of people who, uh, uh, alarm testimonies of people who had one and it protected them from a break-in or saved their family or saved them from a fire. And so I started building my belief, and then I would say, okay, who else does my work help? Well, there's technicians who's who's livelihood depends on the fact that I can sell these things so they can install them. There's people in China who are building the parts, right, who have a job because we're ordering these systems. Where people look at their jobs, let's just take a fast food, who am I work? who am I who am I helping? Well, you're helping a lot of people. You know, people's time is valuable. So the fact that someone can drive through and in four minutes place an order and get a burger, and maybe it's not the healthiest, but it's helping them where if they were going to go home and make that, they have to go home. Imagine if there were no restaurants and there were no grocery stores. Like, go ahead and get yourself some lunch. You'd have to go catch a chicken, right? Or catch something or just pick pick veggies somewhere, right? You have to go plant vegetables. Like these modern day conveniences of having a grocery store, a place where you can actually have somewhere to go pick up food. You know, there was a time where you had to go chop down your own wood to start a fire. Making a meal was a long process. Let me go wake up, go chop down a tree. Let me go get water out of a well. You know, this whole thing where now we can go and and we can give, make people's lives more efficient. So whatever it is, I'm going to skip past that. Whatever it is, um, see how you can help people but it pleases God. Ultimately, your hard work pleases the Lord. The next thing that it does is it, uh, it will, if you're single, it will impress your future spouse. If you're married, it'll keep impressing your wife. One of the things that my wife uh, likes about me the most is that I have a good work ethic, that I'm not lazy. If you're lazy in your job, you're going to be a lazy spouse. You're going to be the person that doesn't clean up after themselves, that doesn't do chores around the house. Women, if you're dating a man that's lazy, that doesn't want to work, that just wants to crash on his and crash on the couch and watch movies or be on his phone, that doesn't uh, is always complaining. This is how you know someone doesn't like to work. Oh man, I can't believe I have to go to work again today. Oh, I, if you hear them say things like "I have to do this," "I have to do this," that means they don't like. To, oh, I have to. Man, I get to go to work. I'm I'm in working today on my day off. Why? Because I've got podcasts. I've been asked to teach in the Bible school. This was optional for me, but I'm here because I'm alive to move the kingdom of God forward. Yes, it's work. Yes, I could have said, oh, it's my day off, but I like to work. It's what I'm here for. It's what I'm placed on the earth to do. God gave man a job before he gave him a wife. 
It, working hard will impress your future spouse or your current spouse. If you have a current spouse, don't look for a future spouse. That's a separate, that's a different um, podcast. Cover that one later. The next thing it does is it helps qualify you for promotion. The truth is that if God, if you finish something poorly, God can't promote you. If you're coming to the end of your time, wherever it is, at a certain church or at a certain job, and you end poorly, if you're the person who's like uh, slacking off, trying to see how they can take advantage, man, this this company took advantage of me. Let me see if I can get away with with getting some days off right before I quit. You know, whatever it is, whatever the situation is, how you end something is 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 if if you're available, if God's able to promote you or not. If you end poorly. God can't promote you. The way you do this that's in front of you right now is how you're going to do the next thing. You may say not. You may look ahead and be like, when I'm a minister, you know, I'm going to do this, this, and this. But how your your attitude to what you're doing right now carries over into the new thing. People have this idea, well, when I get this job and I'm, you know, making good money or when I'm married, man, and I fall in love, it's just going to be the... And it's not the case. The way you act now, the way you are now towards effort and towards working hard determines how you'll do the next thing. Make the changes now. Make the changes now. God's looking for full effort people. One of the things I believe, Bible actually says the lazy person is brother to a destroyer. He's brother to a, uh, is a, a great waster. It's because you're wasting your talents and your abilities. That's in the book of Proverbs. You're wasting what God has given you. He's, you're wasting. You'll never get to your full potential without giving full effort. It's really the most basic ingredient for moving forward in life is giving full effort. So look at what you're doing now. Hey, what are things that have crept in in your life, in your walk with the Lord, in your job that you would say, man, if I was hiring somebody, I wouldn't hire me. I can look back. I worked here at the River Tempe Church when I was 18, and I was in um, the productions department. I was doing video editing. But I look back at the employee that I was, and, and I would have fired myself. Like, I can look back with clear eyes and be like, man, I wasn't a great employee. I wasn't a terrible employee, but I wasn't a great employee. I wasn't like the g- good attitude. And that's another thing, being full effort but with a good attitude. Ask the Lord to help you have a good attitude. Ask the Lord to help you love your boss. If you don't like your boss, begin to pray for your boss. Lord, bless them. Even though they're a jerk, Lord, bless them. I pray that they have a long life, a healthy life. Lord, give them a good relationship with their family. Lord, promote them. You start praying things like, Lord, let my boss get a raise, and your heart will begin to change. Sometimes you have to pray it by faith first. But having a good attitude along with your, uh, uh, your full effort. It makes a huge difference. There's a um, uh, there's a um, author named George McDonald talking about um, work, and he said he said the best preparation for tomorrow is a job well done today, and that's the best way to prepare. When I look at my day, when it says whatever you do in order, do do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I look at my day, and I see how am I able to sign Jesus' name on the bottom of my day and say, yes, I work today like I was doing it for Jesus himself, like he was giving me a report card at the end of my day. God's looking for a full effort person. And if you are a full effort person, I believe there are many people that listen to this that are full effort people. Take this as an encouragement. when, when When you do excellently with what God has in front of you, you qualify yourself for promotion for what God has in front of you. Bless you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next podcast. Let's be full effort people. Make a commitment today. We'll see you soon.